Hi listeners slash therapists. Welcome to another episode of Eh. This is episode 14. Um, I have so much to talk about tonight. There's just so much, so much on my heart, so much on my mind to express today, this evening, tonight. Ah. A pressing topic in Jamaica right now is how women and girls are treated. There have been so many cases in the past two months of abduction of women, of murder of women and girls, and two very high-profile cases of missing women and they have both ended in tragedy where the bodies of these women were found and so I have to talk about it because it's something that is weighing on my heart um it's 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 90 talk I want to say it's 90 talk because every time something as horrific as this happens um, the nation, you know, clutches its pearls, for want of a better expression, the nation releases a collective sigh over, you know, the treatment of our women. But the truth is, this is not a new situation. It has been going on for years now. All right, so let me let me give everything I'm about to say context, right? I'm not just plucking cases out of thin air. Let me give it some context. We live in a society where sociologists have declared that the men are marginalized, that women are stepping forward and making leaps and bounds, you know, and the women are earning more, the women are are achieving more. A lot of women have letters behind their names. You know, when you go into a college, when you go into a university, 90% of the class, female, right? So there's a, there's a school of thought that the Jamaican male is marginalized. Ah. I, I don't disagree with this school of thought. Um, but at the same time, I want to proffer that there are opportunities for both genders. There are opportunities for progress for both genders. Males and females start out their education at the same time. At basic school, we call it in Jamaica. Males and females go straight to the primary level. I think the problem starts around grade six. And grade six is where primary school ends in Jamaica. So the problem really starts around grade six, where we have these 
degenerates in society who prey on the boys. What if what, what is a gang with no members, right? So around grade six, we find that the boys start pulling away from the positive influences that are out there. And not all boys, don't get me wrong, not all boys. We find that the boys in the downtrodden communities, so I want to have a better expression, we find that the boys in the communities that have a history of violence, we find that they start pulling away around grade six. And we find that the boys who don't have good parental support, good family support start pulling away around grade six, grade five even, depending on the communities that the schools are in. And we find that degenerates in these communities, gang members, target the boys to get them involved in gang activities. And a lot of gang members in Jamaica, in the in the violent communities in Jamaica, a lot of the gang members are teenagers are children and so they they get them from grade six and before you know it at the high school level girls outnumber the boys and then at the tertiary level again the young ladies outnumber the young men and that is because somewhere between grade five and grade seven we lose a percentage of our boys i can't quote the statistics right now, what I could do with therapists, I could really look at, there's a lot of research out there on, on, on the marginalization of our males. So I could look at that and then I could give you a percentage, I could give you an update in another podcast. But we lose our boys somewhere between grade five and grade seven. And that is where the girls leap ahead. Now, as much as the girls are ahead in terms of education and um, and women outnumber men in, term, in the workforce, socially, the girls are behind, the women are behind. The statistics on domestic violence are upsetting. I must say, therapist, I did not um, read up on the statistics. I'm just talking to you based on just the bombardment of cases in the news lately. We have had cases of women being murdered by their ex-boyfriends. The moment a woman says, I'm going to leave you, it's almost as if she has pinned a target to her back. And a lot of the cases that we hear about are cases where women decide to leave the men because of some kind of abuse, whether verbal or physical. And the man decides that if you're going to leave me, then that's it for you. So we have had a number of cases of women being murdered by their 
ex-boyfriends, ex-husbands, um, ex-lovers, right? Because there was a case of female and female violence. Very popular footballer allegedly was killed by her lover because she had an opportunity to play for a club based in Florida. Um, so we've had a lot of these cases of, I don't know if I want to say, you know, love turning into hate. It is a very thin line. And then the women, the girls are the victims of unspeakable violence. I remember there was a case in 2019, it's still unsolved. It's a cold case, but it just goes to illustrate that these horrible incidences of domestic violence didn't just start in 2021. It's not a reflection of pandemic life. It's, it, it was going on before. There was a horrible case in 2019. I remember I'd just gotten back from Canada and I heard on the radio a teenager, young girl of 14 years old, left her house one night to go and get um, something at the, well, we don't have convenience stores out here. We call them shops. She went to the shop to get something. Um, I think it was she wanted to buy supper or something like that. Late night, late evening snack. She left the house um, around 6.37 p.m. And her mother... Her mother was looking for her. Her mother, I remember, tried calling her. According to the news, her mother tried calling her and was not getting her on the phone. And she called a few friends and was not getting through to the friends. And she started to panic a little. This is according to the interview that the mother gave. She started to panic a little because she should not have been gone so long if she went to the shop. The mother tried to make contact with the police station in the community and was told that they were off duty. Yes, therapists. I didn't know that police officers could be off duty, but in this particular instance, according to the mother in the interview that she gave for the news, she says they said they were off duty. Now, to give this some context, the area, the community, the neighborhood is a very volatile neighborhood. It's a neighborhood where in the past, armed Criminals have shot up the police station. Armed criminals have thrown Molotov cocktails into the police station. So this is the community that they live in. Okay? It's 
always been a community that, for the the best words I can use to describe it, therapist is war torn, war torn. And so when she called the police station because of the status of the community, because the neighborhood is just, I have to say, a terrible neighborhood to live in, the police told her they were off duty. I guess they didn't have enough men to take the call and hold down the police station at the same time. It's a volatile community. And so she she's in her house panicking. She smells something burning. And according to the mother, she says to the, the news reporter, I wondered who would be burning a dead animal at that hour of the night. Therapist, it was not a dead animal. It was her daughter. The remains of her daughter was left of her daughter was found behind a church. She had been raped, murdered, and burnt. This is in 2019, therapist. And I remember when this, this story came out, everybody who was anybody talked about it they talked about it on the radio they talked about it on the television there were social media posts aplenty i remember um parliamentarians and politicians went to visit the mother um, police promised that no stone would be left unturned and they would find out the horrible people who did this to this 14-year-old girl. There was talk in Parliament about passing a bill to protect our women. And you know what? You know what it was, therapist? It was nine-day talk. And I say nine-day talk because it was while the story was in the forefront of people's minds. It was all they could do. They, could, they talked about it and they talked about it and they talked about it and they talked about it some more. And all it was at the end of the day, therapist, was just talk. The bill wasn't passed. And what was left of the child was buried. And no justice was served. Here we are in 2021 and a rush of crimes against women has ignited the talk about the bill, the sexual harassment bill and the bill to protect women and all that we need to do as a society to protect women. When year after year, our women are brutalized, are battered, are beaten, are murdered. And then it becomes nine-day talk. 
It becomes nine-day talk. The latest two incidences, the latest two cases are of a 20-year-old accounting clerk who was raped and strangled by someone she used to do carpooling with in the mornings. This ignited the nation once again and the talk of violence against women and the talk of of a bill of rights and and uh, sorry not bill of rights talk of a bill um the sexual harassment bill was again ignited and just as everybody thought okay they're gonna talk about it it's gonna die down and then everybody's gonna move along a teacher was abducted The nation was once again gasping, clutching our collective pearls. My God, a teacher, the very paragon of virtue has been abducted. Her car was found, her house ransacked all everything that could fetch a price was stolen and they were able to find those items in the home of the man who had her car of course before the public the society could get any answers he was killed by the police well according to the police report he fired on them and they fired on him and he was killed before he could indicate where the missing teacher was. Police, however, did a good job of rounding up his accomplices. And today, the remains of the teacher were, were found in a shallow grave. Needless to say, therapists, there's going to be talk again. It's going to be talk about a bill. Politicians are going to be going back and forth with each other about a bill to protect women. And while all of this is going on, women are out here scared. This is not the Jamaica I knew growing up. Now, I'm not saying the good old 80s and 90s that we did not have cases of domestic violence and we did not have incidences of rape. But the volume of the cases, listeners, the daily bombardment of missing people we have a real problem. We have a real problem protecting our women and our girls. And the last case, I think I, I, I couldn't stomach it when I heard it. This, this, this incident. An eight-year-old girl. repeatedly sexually assaulted by two grown men. 
what hurts me the most about this story is the first time she was assaulted, she told her grandfather. And do you know what her grandfather did with this information therapist? Nada. Nothing. He didn't say a word. And when her attackers realized that there was no consequence for what they did, they kept on assaulting this child. According to the Jamaica Gleaner, our oldest newspaper, these animals repeatedly sexually assaulted this girl over a period of 19 months. She's almost 10 now. And so the story is told retroactively. And all I could think of, you told your grandfather, your legal guardian, the person responsible for your welfare, and he did nothing to help you. And that, to me, therapist, speaks volumes about what is going on in our country. A lot of children are being hurt. And those entrusted with their care are being silent about it. And are in essence giving these molesters a free pass to hurt children further. When I heard the news of this child, my heart was heavy the entire day. I just think what this child went through, two grown men. assaulting her sexually over a period of 19 months and no one helped this child. So when we talk about, you know, all of a sudden our women are, are under attack, it's not all of a sudden, it's, it's been happening it's been happening. And what happens is we are reactive instead of being proactive. After it happens and everybody talks about what could be done, what should be done. And at the end of the day, nothing is being done. They just legalized pepper spray. Can you believe this therapist? Pepper spray was illegal. Tasers were illegal. So, we literally had nothing as women to, to, to protect ourselves. You know, they just now legalize these things because of the quote-unquote rash of violence against women. And you know what is going to happen again, therapists? 
It's going to be a nine-day talk. But what should happen to the men who abducted and murdered the teacher? It's going to be a nine-day talk about what should happen. You know what? What really, really, really gets me, really gets me upset, though, in the case of the two animals who abused this eight-year-old child for 19 months, they'll say their name on the television, but they're afraid to put their pictures up. Do you know what happens a lot of times when we have these horrible cases? The face of the victim is emblazoned everywhere. The face of the victim is all over social media. The face of the victim is on the front page of the newspaper. The face of the victim is on the television screen. And we never see what the attackers look like. And I think if there's going to be a turnaround in how these cases are handled, we need to see we need to see the animals, the monsters. We need to face these monsters. We need to look these monsters in the eye. We need to be able to identify these monsters. And I think that it's full time that instead of putting the victim out there, the attacker be put out there. Yes, I know. I know what you're thinking, therapist. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, let's not put anybody's face out there then. Let's not put the victim's face out there. And do you know what we do, which is which is in this day and age, should not be happening at all. We victim blame. Well, you know, if she wasn't wearing that skirt. Hey, you know, if she, if she had make, taken an effort to cover up the men wouldn't have been tempted to abduct her. Hmm. There is so much to uncover. There is so much to fix. There is so much to adjust in how people think. I can't even pretend to understand anymore that line of argument. If she had just been covering up, she doesn't have to. And I'd like to just say that she could have very well even been covered up. That would not have stopped some of these predators. We have such a long way to go. Sometimes I think, yeah, Jamaica, we're on the way, we're doing stuff. And then things like this happen and you realize, yep, yeah, no, we're third world. We're smack in the middle of the third world and we've got to find a way to go from developing country to developed, you know, put laws in place, you know. Yeah, therapist, it's been a really heavy week with all of these stories, you know, these heartbreaking stories. And I'm so glad I have you to talk to therapists because, whew, it's too heavy to keep inside, you know. I thank you as always for listening, therapists. 
This has been another episode of Air. Thank you for your shoulder.